the Ali B. Artiste podcast, creativity, beauty, empowerment, and love. Hey, and welcome back to the Ali B. Artiste podcast. I'm your host, Olivia, and today I have Kayla Dutton. Uh, who I met through a mutual friend and she was looking to get on a podcast to share about what she does. So Kayla, welcome to the show. Thank you, Olivia. I'm so grateful that we connected. That was a very, very cool introduction. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kayla, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Sure. So um, I offer a business called Multidimensional Media Multipassionate Me, where I am aspects of myself that I am passionate about bridging them into uh, helping support people in their own healing, in their own exploration. Primarily, I focus on, you know, the metaphysical, mental, emotional, spiritual wellness side of those things. I've trained in, you know, extensive certifications through different modalities and methods and on both sides for channeling and readings and mediumship, as well as all these different aspects of methods of healing. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding is I'm bridging the gap of what's passionate for me there with all of these different ways that people come and sit with me. Um, And it's just been this really, really beautiful journey to get to here because it, it wasn't actually how I started out. So it's, I love that you use the term bridging the gap because um, that's, I feel like in my own journey, that's kind of what I've been doing is uh, recognizing like this, this old life. And I'm trying to bridge to this like new life that I'm, yes. that I'm experiencing and, and helping others do the same where it's like, you know, a uh, regular mundane life is actually very spiritual mm-hmm. within itself. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. So go ahead, continue. No, I this is the beautiful flow yeah. of back and forth and, and, yeah. and that's what creates um such incredible connections with those bridges you know yeah and I think um for me I you know I started out in a very different world and I grew up in an extremely Catholic family mm-hmm. and you know there were a lot of you know certain social and political views and you know it talked like earlier we were talking before the podcast about how as we get older we start realizing hey I don't fit in a box yeah I'm a multi-passionate mm-hmm. My focus, my niche is definitely helping people distinguish their own sense of self to create the life they desire versus the external noise. So really helping people find their voice in a lot of ways, because I realized recently that's been my journey is wanting to be heard, wanting to be seen without that feeling of shame or judgment or, or struggle and even what my practice looked like in the beginning, it looks different now mm-hmm. in wanting to really hold space for people and helping them hear the answers rather than as a spiritual medium, a channel, a psychic, and all the things that I do with cards and all those different things, then completely just give them the answer because the value that's coming from guiding someone to that space mm-hmm. and watching that moment on their face go, oh my God, I would have never connected that dot thank you so much. And then the transformation is almost instantaneous. So it's, it's beautiful. And, and I can help people do that in a number of different ways. And after we've worked together, you'll see that my passions overlap. I'm an artist as well. 
I get a lot of messages for people through my paintings and I just put it out there. And if someone wants to purchase a painting, that's great. It's coming through that spiritual channel that I would normally give to someone if they're in a session with me. And I help you find your visual voice. So if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, you want to work with me for your healing space. Now I know a level of you that's really in depth and that, that, that psychic intuition can go even deeper and I can help you create your brand. Mm. So I'll do logos for people and, you know, and things like that, but we really do focus on the metaphysical side of things, promoting, you know, healing through presence versus absence when it's mediumship healing and helping you peel back and track these beliefs, behaviors, feelings, and getting to that root key of that trigger with Mm. all of these different neat tools that I've gathered over the way, you know, over the years to really support people's journey there. Yeah. And it's so beautiful that it it came out of you in your own journey, right? Because it's, you know, you recognize what, that there's a need for, um, you know, like I, like we were saying before we started the podcast, how uh, being the, the person that we needed through that. Well, in my case, anyway, I was being the person I needed. And then I'm able to be that for other people because, uh, because there wasn't, you know, it didn't exist when I, you know, when I was going through my whole transformation, my whole, all my shifting and stuff. Um, but I'm not, you know, instead of getting angry about it and spiteful and angry at the world, you know, I'd rather just, I'd be that, you know, and embody that. And that way, somebody else who may not be as as strong as I was uh you know can have that support can have that um I I just I keep going back to you know thinking you know the topic of suicide is like a big a big deal and in my case I had attempted suicide two years ago so um you know when I think of of the strength it takes to really build oneself back up from that um it's uh, not, you know, not many people can, and some, some people succeed, and some people just stay stuck in depression. Some people just stay, you know, they're stuck in those, in those moments, and, um, and you know, I, I think of, like, mental health is really a disconnection from self. And uh, when it comes to, like, yeah, self-discovery and spirituality, it's like, all, all of these mental health is just, a, it's a way of understanding spirituality um, and a way of, of recognizing that you're not, you're not connect or you're, I mean, we're always connected, but it's like a way of realizing that you're, you know, something's wrong, like something's off about life, right? And, and a lot of it is what we're surrounded by. A lot of it is what the way the world is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know it's really important to find people that can can support us. It's important for us to support each other, um, so that we don't feel so alone. So that we don't, you know, uh, so that the, these um, feelings of depression, these feelings of low self worth, can can uh, you know dissipate, and we can have more empowered people in the yes. world. So I love that, and I think you're pointing out something that was, you know, near and dear to my heart, because that's how my journey began. You know, it was a, it was a mental health journey. It was a self-recognition of, 
something is out of alignment and I have all this anger and all of this upset and I don't know what to do with it. And a lot of it was um, manifesting, you know, externally through, you know, different levels of voices and voicings that were coming from many different spaces. So as a multidimensional, I, I explore collectives, I explore, if there's a psychic attack, I explore different levels of our existence, our genetics, our DNA, um, you know, whether it's a past life, a present issue, and trying to see where that issue is stemming within that part of the body where it's presenting as a symptom. And for me, I had all of these gifts as a child, I had no idea what to do with them. And there was never one thought in my mind that I would actually speak up about them. It just never occurred to me to say, I have these things going on and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. But as a child, I stayed curious and I was like, well, that's interesting, but it's scary. So I think I'm going to shut it off now. Yeah. And I did. And what I think there was a rejection and a repression aspect of myself that also led to the culmination of my mental health journey later. Yeah. So going along through that, shutting it off, then we stay in that box of, you know, and I, and I want to totally like say that the box didn't serve me at some point, but when you grow up, you're in a family, you're being taught certain things to give you a jumping off point, right? Yeah. Until you get to that space where you realize this isn't who I am. Right. And I've been rejecting aspects of myself because it didn't fit into this box in which I was told I should be, Yeah, you know? And then nobody told me to get help. Nobody said, hey, you need to really do this other than maybe, I think there was one practitioner who pulled me aside. She, at the time she was a very good friend of me. And she said, I think that you would just be good at this. I'd really like you to explore taking Reiki with me. Yeah. And so early 2000, um, I had started training with this one woman. She was, you know, a little bit older than I was and um, went all the way to Reiki two with her. And she saw something that I didn't, but what, what it did do for me is it recracked open all of this level of awareness. Yeah. And, you know, for me, when you have that crack, it's, it's the beginning of the shadow work. Yeah. It's the beginning of shining the light to the darkness of things. So yeah. all this illumination came up along with this, this really difficult aspect of voicings that were happening within the head and the mind and the heart. And I had, I, I said to myself, I'm in a depression. I'm, I'm literally ready to, to, to choose death. I don't know what to do. And this was all around the time of like, mm, I battled through this through the time that I was 19 until I was in my mid twenties. Yeah. And in and around my mid twenties, I finally couldn't handle it. And I just, Maybe I didn't feel like I had people around me that I could trust because when yeah. you hear things or when you're feeling things, you need, you don't know. I didn't have the discernment at that time to recognize the difference between external stuff and internal stuff. Right. So I had to really choose for myself. I need help yeah. and sought both medical and metaphysical and figured out how to use them as a togetherness because mm. I, I feel like a lot of people want to separate those two worlds when actually right, there at some point in time, wouldn't we yeah. love to find a, a marrying of them where they complement each other, yeah. you know? So now as I've re back, you know, reopened and rediscovered myself and, you know, trying to kind of niche here and there, you mm. know, I thought this is going to be my medicine. Mm. This is going to be what I can bring to other people. Yeah. And it's so important for people to know that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm a good warrior. I'll kick you in the bum. 
<laughs> if you need a little bit of a shakeup, I don't have a problem having my warrior come side come in, but yeah. I also have this mothering side that knows that people need to be nurtured and pushed in a way that's supportive. So it is, it's been a, a crazy journey and mental health really is that separation from the oneness, that separation from self. Yeah. And until we figure out a ways to call back and reintegrate into this complete process of things, integrating those aspects of self that we've rejected that we don't even realize that we did. Right. You know, well, and, and, and these things, you know, these boxes that we've been put in, um, you know, there's a sense of, of being responsible for it because, right, because it's, it, you know, you, you are in those positions, but there's also this sense of not knowing better at the time and it's okay yeah. too. And, uh, you know, now that you know better, you, you know, try better. Um, we don't know what like, we don't I know. Do, I tr right, exactly. And I truly believe like the, you know, the, the boxes that I was put in protected me from from uh you know if i was too much of myself then i would have been shamed even more or judged or pointed at even more so than i already was and mm -hmm. so it's like it almost is like a bubble that you're protected in up until you come to more realizations and more awareness where you mm -hmm. can step out a little bit and the more you accept yourself the less uh, affected you are by the outside world and so you just yeah. kind of tiptoe out a little bit at a time until until you reach this point of of you know really self-acceptance and really just like I am me hear me roar <laughs> and without you know without you know yeah. nobody else matters really yeah. um but have you found for yourself too because I found this for myself and a lot of clients that I work with that 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 place of self-acceptance and self-love, I feel like everything goes back to that or most everything goes back to that outside of the interdimensional pieces that can, can kind of come in. But yeah. those points of attraction in which things call in mm -hmm. are really about um, self-awareness, self-acceptance and self-love. Yeah. And I believe that to be a lifelong relationship and pursuit. It's not like one day you have it and then the next, the rest days of your existence, it'll always be there there always seems to be a challenge. Do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, so um, I, what I like to do, I like to explore different, uh, you know, different spiritual beliefs and explore different, uh, you know, ways of thought from, from spiritual to religion, to uh, medical, to, you know, all these different ways of retaining information. And then sometimes I find that I get lost in that because then I, I use that as a reference point for my self-worth or my, you know, how I can be, uh, how I can be in the world, I guess. And so I really, so when it comes to presence and self-love, I, I recognize that those two are really the only things that ever matter because no matter where I am in my journey, no matter what I'm exploring or who I'm talking to or who, you know, whatever I'm experiencing, the only thing that matters is that I'm completely present in that because I'm, then I'm, I'm honoring what I choose to do. Even if it sometimes it seems like, you know, something is a mistake, but, uh, or like maybe you took a wrong turn or something, you know, I'm, I don't think there are any wrong turns, but, um, but honoring yourself in making the decision to do whatever it is 
and being present with it, then you always learn something. You always gain. There's always magic to be found, no matter what. And coming back to self-love is taking care of your needs and taking care as a, I'm a mother of three. So um, when I was married, I, I kind of, it was toxic marriage, um, a lot of uh, toxic mindsets of having to slave yourself away for other people. And your worth was defined by how much you did for others. And so that's a very, you know, so that's what I, I grew up, you know, I got married young. I was 19 when I got married. And, um, so that's, that's what I thought life was. And so when I, when I left the marriage and I, um, I was on my own for the first time in my life and with these three kids, I'm like, I, you know, I, I went through a lot, a lot of really deep, deep healing and really, uh, a lot of transformation through that but the one thing that I was taught that I never um, understood the concept of was self-love and uh, self-love was not a thing up until I was 31 years old because um, because self-love was selfish was uh, was uh, not you know it was it was not right you know in in many people's uh, mindset in many people's view and so uh, once I started to really uh, prioritize self-care and self-love, then it, I noticed that I became much more fulfilled and I became much happier. And I, my relationship with my kids is less about control and it's more about connection. And it's oh, about understanding them, even though they would trigger me because they're, you know, a lot like their father in the ways that their father would treat me. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's like, now I can, you know, I've forgiven my ex-husband and now I can, I can look at him and without any anger and without any, uh, uh, resentment or anything, because he's, he's just figuring life out just like we all are, you know, and it doesn't matter where people's mindset is. It's like, everyone's really doing the best they can with what they have. And so, um, so like, I'm less affected by, by other people. And it's more about, you know, making sure I'm taking care of my needs and making sure that I'm uh, really present in everything I'm doing. And, um, you know, I, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect. I am perfect. We're all perfect. Um, but, but I do fall back into mind spiraling and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, thoughts go, go off mm -hmm. and, um, and that's okay too, because, you know, I, I always come back around and I always, uh, I always come back to myself and always come back to present and, um, you know, the mind is a, is a very useful tool. There's no, there, you know, your mind and your ego are extremely useful. You need them <laughs> to survive. You don't need them. <laughs> so, don't need um, them. yeah, so I guess that was my very long winded answer on, on, yes, those things are very important. And, uh, um, you know, really when it comes to life in general, those are the only things that truly matter to me. Um, so because the rest is just stuff. The rest is just information and experience and stuff. Yes. But what, what keeps me here and what keeps me grounded is being present and, and loving myself. And when I love myself, I can love others. So, yes. Yeah. I think you illustrated that so beautifully Obviously. and how it actually filtered through your life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's a great show of how when we get back to that space yeah. and again, the, the surfacing of what you said earlier about 
things kind of coming up in the mind. And of course we need the mind and we need the ego. And there are just such valuable nuggets there for us to tap into if we're paying attention because being present to me is very much connected to awareness. Yeah. yeah. Like they go hand in hand and to, to have awareness there needs to be a willingness. That's how I would say it. There has to be some sort of a willingness to just say, all right, I'm in this moment. I'm going to lean into this moment. Or if I don't have time to lean into it this second, I'm going to at least acknowledge it. Yeah. And I'm going to unpack it when I have a space to be able to unpack it. Yeah. And whether that's with a practitioner who can help, with a trusted source who can help, whatever that trusted source is, medical metaphysical friend family you know um it really does come back to this space of the self voice the self love that self and level of awareness Mm. and you know there there comes a point in time where even if we feel like we can't or we don't have there's still that beautiful power of choice to say i feel uncomfortable what would i like to do about it yeah yeah. So you can break it down into this super simple space outside of the buzzwords of awareness or this or the knowing or all of the things and just say something's not right. It's just an acknowledgement process. Something's not right. What would I want? What do I want to do with this? Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I think we we take our power back to find that path of love is reconnecting that power of choice by just stopping for a second and saying, this makes me unhappy or, Hey, I'm feeling something here. What's that all about? Yeah. You know, and it'll bring in that different level. That's kind of why I love being a multi-passionate because when you're a multi-passionate and you do all the things that I do, and then they have overlap, like the art and design, but the metaphysical stuff being the major component, you get to use these tools in unique ways. Like if someone came to me and said, I know you're an artist. I'm an artist. I've tried other things in the metaphysical realm that didn't work with me. Can we come up with exercises for myself that utilizes this visual tool? Mm-hmm. I would be on it. I'd yeah. be like, yep, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but my favorite thing is helping people peel those pieces back. Wait, there's a feeling there. What's that all about? Let's track that. What are your physical symptoms? What are your emotional symptoms? What are your spiritual symptoms? Mm-hmm. And kind of seeing that rainbow. And how that rainbow then blurs into that full spectrum of the actual thing that's happening, you know? So I love having this big toolbox that allows us to support people to get back to a space of hearing their self, making changes when they're alive, saying, okay, I'm not happy. Where would I like to go? And Mm -hmm. just pulling it out. And every session for each person is going to be different. Right, right. You don't always use the same tools for each person. Yeah, everyone's so unique. Everyone they're so unique. Path. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. so unique. Yeah. Like I said, when you know, if someone comes to me for a mediumship reading, it's generally because they're struggling with grief, they're struggling with a sense of self after a deep loss where they felt connected, some mm-hmm. source of their identity through the person of loss. There's a big piece of that. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is help them shift through presence and connecting them with presence. Mm-hmm. being a voice for the voiceless that's how that also ties in with all of the you know working with the voice stuff right mm-hmm. and and helping people find okay signs and symbols how you connect what it feels like here's the message from your person let's do evidentiary based information 
Mm. You come to me for a reading in a tarot. You know, you're going to get channeling. You might hear from the guides. You might, you might have a question that we have to dig into and there's going to be coaching involved in that. Mm -hmm. I kind of use the psychic world for my clients to do a level of intuitive coaching. That's right there. That's right there. Yeah. And then if you read, and I don't do surface work because the deep dive is where it gets you back to self. Mm. And, and you have yeah, to, how do you differentiate surface work versus deep? What does that mean? To so, you? so surface work to me means just, just touching the beginning layer, just touching that beginning layer of what you think needs to happen okay. versus giving it that second look. Mm. And a lot of people, when you first, I think, well, for me, when I first started out, I have to come from my own space. I, I can't paint with broad brush. Um, coming from my own space, you do a lot of fairs, you work for brick and mortars, um, and, and you're open to a level of clientele that has such a vivacious and varying depth of need. Mm -hmm. And you'll sit with people there, you know, for a while, I get a lot of people who are like, well, my I think my husband's cheating on me. I really want to know this answer. Mm -hmm. And to me, the work around that isn't about satisfying your immediate fear. Right. It's about going into the fear or what the actual problem of the situation that is culminating there, regardless yeah. of good, bad, you know, yeah. I, I try to see energy as energy, mm -hmm. not good, bad, yeah. high, low. Right. I see it as strengthening vibe, weakening vibe. Mm -hmm. I don't like hierarchy. I want to really collapse that in, yeah. in the metaphysical group because we talk about woke people or awakened people. And to me, it's just that everybody's at different levels of awareness. Yeah. So going back to that surface level of things, surface level to me is the immediate need to satisfy the ego. Okay. I think that this is wrong. So, or I think that this is what I need. So can you just download all of this information for me and help, help okay. with that in my cells? versus really opening up that cellular memory, really opening up that spiritual, physical, mental, emotional memory to find that key piece. Yeah. Because without that, then you've got the cycle of disease that continues. Then you have the cycle of mental health that continues. Mm -hmm. It's not just about satisfying that immediate fear-based ego piece. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. valuable, it's, yeah. it's there for yeah. a reason. No, and I totally agree. And um, I think sometimes, uh, you know, the surface level is just, you know, that's where people are at. And that's where, you know, the only thing that they can understand, which is okay, too. It and I, but I, I do, I do believe that even when you give a surface level answer, your energy will emanate this, this very deep, mm -hmm. uh, deep meaning, and they'll receive that. And at some point mm -hmm. in their lives, they will hear it. Yes. And so I, I don't think that that anything goes to waste, you know, no, no energy goes to waste ever. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Well, and that know. comes back into that beautiful space of. Am I going to choose to hear the wisdom from this side of things? Yeah. Am I going to say this makes me uncomfortable? So let me explore that. Yeah. So I, I love the illumination that you have around that i don't i just don't prefer to do surface work i prefer no to and that's that. yeah and that's it yeah. that's I, the beauty of of you being able to choose what kind of work that you want to do because you want stuff that yeah. is meaningful that's that really mm -hmm. gets down and that's uh i think it's beautiful to be able to discern what uh what you want to do and that's yeah the, you know there's uh absolutely nothing wrong with that too so i think i think it's cool too because 
I really, really appreciate what you said earlier about the wisdom that will get through and how it will show up for them at, at any point in their life and nothing goes to waste. Mm-hmm. I really think that that's a, a fantastically strong statement because even if you do sit with me and you say, I need to know about my relationship, I'm actually going to lead you into b- below those pieces. I'm going yeah. to give you the answers, yes, but I'm going to lead you into that space and hopefully you're willing to come with me, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can just be honest and say, you know what, Kayla, I really just need you to hold me. Yeah. Great dude. I'm there for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're your sessions. It's your journey. It's your progress. Yeah. No one's going to really know what's best for you, except for you. Mm-hmm. If you're living in presence and you're, and you're letting yourself um, be open to the different variables of what can be there to support you. Yeah. You know, um, I think people come to practitioners and, you know, different aspects of health and or healing because they understand that there's a different level of perspective there that can be shared, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that aspect also ties in with the magic of nothing will be wasted here. But if you really want to go where, where, where this can be, long-term beneficial to you instead of short-term beneficial can we have that discussion yeah i love that i love that so much what a great phrase well thank you well i think you know every like i i was saying um before just just the want and the 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 desire to want to help others is such a meaningful uh and selfless thing to do. I'm repeating myself. I don't care. No, it doesn't <laughs> um, matter. These are things that yeah. need to be said. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I think just anybody that that goes through uh, difficulty in their lives and and who wants to rise above and help others to get out of similar situations is just the most beautiful thing that anybody could do. And it doesn't matter how uh, how many clients you get. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter you know, it's the intention behind everything is, is Mm -hmm. what matters and the connections that you make and the, um, you know, the way I, you know, if I can uplift one person a day, if I, you know, I can try, at least if I can uplift myself today, I feel like I'm doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) But like this, I mean, life is so difficult and, um, you know, there, there are, I have my own, you know, ways of, of, uh, of coping with life and, and dealing with, um, you know, people who hurt me or, uh, you know, what's going on with Roe versus Wade right now. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all of, all of these old patterns that seem to keep coming back up are so frustrating because we think that we're getting somewhere and then, you know, we come backwards um, but I really, I think they're always, they, they happen for a reason. I think it's to, to make us, a, you know, it's to make us more aware of what's going on and to make us realize that at a certain point we have to do something. And even if it's small, even if it's just helping our own community, that's something rather than nothing. And, uh, and that's, you know, love is the only thing that really matters in life. And uh, that's, you know, that's the one thing that I, I told myself when I didn't succeed in trying to, uh, take my own life. It was just, you know, I'm going to follow my heart and I'm, I just want to be surrounded by love. That's love is the only thing that really matters. So, 
Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> so. That's beautiful. That's beautiful you. because, you know, each person has to find their why. Yeah. You know, and, and for some people, love is, is the big why, and it is the big why, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and if we can turn our journeys, like you said, into a space of helping people, mm-hmm. that's our medicine. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been through incredible levels of abuse. I've, mm-hmm. I've had that crazy, you know, distinguishing, you know, voices and struggling with mental health. I've gone through severe chronic Lyme disease where I was hospitalized. So all of these things, you know, and also leading into what you said earlier about the awareness, the Roe v. Wade and the things that recycle and cycle back up. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing, if, if I could share like an, just an overarching idea, mm-hmm. is it these cycles and the things that we go through give us the opportunity to re-examine our beliefs. Yeah. They give you that opportunity to re-examine the space in which you are living your life Mm -hmm. and the space in which you are extending yourself from. Are you extending yourself from heart space? Are you extending yourself from fear space? Are you extending yourself from ignorance space? And that, that word could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And all of these little facets can really change, but that overarching theme when cycles reappear or illness continues to appear or mental health continues to appear, I think those cycles really do give us that overarching theme of it, the opportunity to have a self check-in to say, I need to have a check-in about where my beliefs are. It's yeah. giving the opportunity to change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's pretty well, cool. well said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think, I don't think we can get much better than that. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> the perfect time to close. Um, I, uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, this, this was ex- incredibly meaningful and, uh, I love that we were able to meet and, um, and, and talk and yeah. Uh, where can people find you? So I do most of my communications through Facebook. I also have a website. You can find me on my, um, my website. It's actually kmdutton.wixsite.com slash multidimensional. I promise I will be getting a different website <laughs> at some point. We do the free version for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can also find me on my Facebook page as Kayla Dutton, multidimensional medium, multi-passionate medium. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm happy to have chats. I do have some staff that also helps me sometimes intercept. Um, and you know, and if, if your question isn't answered, come back to me. And we can always have a discussion. I can help you, you know, discern what package might be good for you, what what starting point might be good for you, what place might be good for you to just have that springboard for you to jump off of. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm happy to just have some clarity calls with people. I do a lot of things all up and down, you know, the North Shore and I travel, you know, so um, I'm just excited to have connection. And I really, really loved, I just felt like we were old friends having a- I, <laughs> I love when that happens. So cool. <laughs> It's very cool. Easy flow. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank I love you it so much. much. Yes, thank you. And hopefully we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much, love. Thank you. Bye. Bye.